Uh-oh, brother. You're getting worked. People of the internet, getting worked is back. It's been a while. It's been a few weeks since we dropped an episode, but from here on out, we're going to make sure we come to you guys every week. This Tuesday, the episode should be dropping every Tuesday from here on out. We're going to be coming to you wherever you pick up your podcast. So you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, gettingwork.com. Before we get into today's show, we're going to be talking to PCO, Ring of Honor star, Ring of Honor former world champion, star of PCO Justice on Instagram. Uh, We're going to talk a lot about that, the development of the character. Uh, Before we do that, I want to give a shout out to our announcer at the beginning of the show, Stephen Dickey. Stephen is the voice of women of wrestling. You go now to WOWE.com to stream the first four episodes of Women of Wrestling or to Access TV. You can also go to access.tv, that's AXS.tv slash subscribe uh, to find out where cable providers in your area might have access. You can have access to Access so you can watch Women of Wrestling. Thank you so much, Stephen, for doing the intro for these episodes. Uh, Also want to give a shout out to uh, Barry J. Neely and Heroes for the music you are going to hear throughout the show. Those are going to be the two themes we're going to use moving forward. Like I said, we're going to be coming to you every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Go to gettingwork.com. Make sure you guys go to Spotify and subscribe. If you have Apple Podcasts, just like every other podcast is going to ask you to do, uh, subscribe, leave a review, leave a five-star review. It helps us out a lot with um, the internet vernacular that I don't know as far as putting the uh, the sound into the people's ears, if you will. So, with the world being changed, and, and that was a little bit of why there was a little bit of a break in episodes of Getting Worked uh, about late April my real job uh, took a little bit of a turn we all started working from home so that was a little bit of an adjustment and then everything got progressively worse there was lockdown we were stuck in the house um, adjusting so took a little bit of a hiatus with that and then and then what happened in Minneapolis where we all watched a man murdered on video. Uh, George Floyd was, it was hard. Uh, I spent a lot of time thinking, I I brought myself to tears a lot during that time period because I've come to grips, at least trying to come to grips with what I knew about how the world worked and what I didn't know about how the world worked uh, when that happened, it didn't seem right to be putting out podcast episodes doing comedy. I felt like it was more my duty to listen than to talk. So there was a good time period where that's what I did. I didn't focus more on what I had to say. I focused on more of what I could hear other people say to get other perspectives. And I, I highly encourage you guys to all do the same. I am going to use this platform 
to raise up and lift voices. We're going to be doing that further down the road. This first episode back, I really wanted to bring you guys this interview with PCO, just a little bit, some entertainment in the world. So don't get me wrong. We're definitely going to make sure we try to stand on the right side of history moving forward, but I also want to make sure we're entertaining. This is, I'm by no means going to try to drag my guests into political conversations. I don't even want to shoot on this show. I don't really care about what headlines are on the internet. I want to try to do this to make you laugh, get a little bit deeper into these wrestlers' heads, talk about their characters. We're going to take some side shoots as well, talk about TV, video games, but I just wanted to take a moment to let you guys know, starting now, every Tuesday, Getting Worked with Mike is coming to you. Uh, thank you guys so much for subscribing, downloading this episode, and listening. We're going to get into this interview here with PCO. Now, PCO is a former Ring of Honor World Champion, as I said. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at PCO is not human. We're going to be talking about his internet series, PCO Justice, the creation of the character, working with Ring of Honor, and what's been going on during this quarantine for him. Thank you guys again for listening. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited to have this guest here on the show tonight. I am happy to bring on the French-Canadian Frankenstein himself, Perfect Creation 1 PCO. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Fantastic, actually. Awesome. I mean, going through that crisis, I mean, there's no break. You know, I'm fully booked and working all the time. So fully booked, not wrestling, but I have things to do like all day long. (laughs) You seem to keep yourself very, very busy. So during that time period, I know... The, the, the companies that had television, WWE and all of them, kept going, but in really, really weird ways. Ring of Honor seems to have just kind of stepped back and let you guys just kind of relax. So what was the thought process when all of this started in Ring of Honor? I mean, how soon when the pandemic and coronavirus hit, were you guys made aware that you were going to stop shows? Um. Right, right. I think right at uh, the last show that we were supposed to do, we, we were all flew in in uh, Las Vegas, and uh, we didn't wrestle. And that's the day that uh, NBA, NFL, and uh, uh, NF- NHL, they all decided that they were not going to follow on with their season. So we didn't uh, wrestle the, the nights, the boat nights. And, yeah. In Vegas, and uh, we knew from from that point on that the company was really uh, their first things is, is health first, you know. Yeah, that's their that was their their first concern was we want everybody to be healthy. We don't want to take risks. We, we want to see how this thing's going to evolve, and we'll make decision accordingly later on so that was the thought process that was the mindset in vegas when it all started so i came back home and uh, we had a few uh group meetings on zoom with uh executives and all the roster and we we go from week to week basically so uh it was a uh, it's tough, but it's a it's a great company. 
they haven't let go no one. They've been paying everybody. Yeah. They've been trying to help even like a lot of the guys that are doing, uh, working with us as independent, like that they're not under contract. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they've been, they've been awesome as, as a company. You know, like, they've been great. So now that we're starting, the world is coming back to normal and you guys are, I'm assuming, getting ready to build some shows, promote some shows when everything starts getting ready. Now, you've been part of Villain Enterprises for the majority of the time that you've been with Ring of Honor. That seems to be where they stuck you. Was that always the plan for PCO or were there some other ideas tossed around before Villain Enterprises was where you went? No, actually... uh when I first met with uh, bookers and creatives and uh, executives and president or vice president, when I met with everyone, uh, it was clear that it was going to be like uh, villain enterprises. And that's one of the reasons why I decided to sign with Rena Honors. I had other offers uh, on the table and, uh, I just uh, I was impressed with their just the way that they they approached me and the uh, professionalism that they showed and uh, everything that I saw basically over there. Okay. And and Baltimore because I, I was I was in Baltimore when when we were discussing uh, discussing a contract. So you, when you talk about other companies were interested and you were taking offer feeling offers how much of a factor in where you went was based on who understood the character and what PCO was? Because it seems that it's very much, it's very personal. It's very much your creation. I'm sure you're very guarded of the, of yeah. PCO. How, yeah. how much of the conversation was that when you're talking to different companies, talking to ring of honor? Uh, yeah, I felt like ring of honor. They were, they, they said right away that, we're not gonna ask you to do something that goes against, you know, all you feel about your character. Yeah. Like we're not going to ask you to do a, a comedy match if you know this character is not about comedy. You know, it's a, so. So I felt like they understood all the efforts and the time and the, you know I've put a lot into the character. You know mm -hmm. to. To, to build it to the way that, that it, it is built. And um, and I felt that they were going along with that. You know? yeah. Actually, I think I've, uh, I've had my, that was the uh, quote, the quote from, from the office itself, their uh, most uh, spectacular entrance ever at Madison Square Garden at uh, Supercard, G1 Supercard. Sold out Madison Square Garden in New York, where you know the entrance was like crazy, and They've crowd reaction. Yeah, crowd mm -hmm. reaction was crazy too. Uh, this is one of the best, you know, uh, moment of my career actually, and um, hopefully we'll be able to recreate that on a weekly basis or on a or at least for big pay per views. You know? yeah. So that's that's the challenge ahead for me and Ring of Honor uh, to be able to exploit this character as much as possible. I think we haven't 
we haven't we just touched uh you know the first skin of it you know we yeah. haven't we haven't dig any anywhere yet that where it could go and what it can do and also uh it's it's also being part of the deal where I'm part of villain enterprises. So it's, we're a faction. So, uh, it's not, uh, it's in between, you know, it's hard right. to have your full character, but in the meantime, you have to be villain enterprises. So I, I totally understand that eventually as things grow, as life goes on, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what what's gonna happen. But they never. Also, what I like about Ring of Honor is like they they told me from the beginning. We want you to keep on doing your Monday night uh, episodes of uh, Monday night PCO and this. I love so that Monday night PCO. Yeah. So that was a big part also uh, for me signing with them because it's you know. A lot of creativity that uh, that I can use. Yeah. I could be creative with, with with the character. And you you touched on the the entrance you had at Madison Square Garden, oh, and one thing that they've never shied away from with your character, and I think that you've never shied away from with your character, is to be larger, to be bigger, to be to for PCO to be more. When when the character first began. On and I, I don't want to call it the Indies, but before Ring of Honor, when you were yeah, like, it was, it was the Indies. Yeah. I remember I saw you on the on the Blackcraft Wrestling show, and yeah. this the 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 start of the PCO character always seemed that it was made for things like Jim Johnston music, fake electricity and lightning, and these yeah. giant set pieces. In the beginning, though, obviously you're you're on your own. How do you convey this? this idea to other people you're going to set things up with like like how did anybody react when you first said i'm i'm going to be a frankenstein i i don't know it was just the way that things that it did happen in a way where it just fell into places i mean i didn't have to search for anything and i didn't have to impose anything it was just there because if you remember if you go back in time the match with walter Happen at Georgia and Spring Break Two in New Orleans, WrestleMania 34, yeah. and it goes out to be the match of the weekend of the WrestleMania weekend. Like, it, there's a huge buzz on the internet. That's yeah. it's, it's uh, viral, and then everybody's calling it like the resurrection of PCO, and then about. Two three weeks after that, I'm having like I'm doing. I'm uh, going through a workout and distros there. I come out of the cage, uh, the squat cage, and uh, I'm walking. My back is, you know, he he sees my back as I'm walking away, and he goes, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" I said, "What? What's going on?" This man, you are Frankenstein. You're you're him. You know that's you. You can't be no one else. You, you, yeah. you are Frank Einstein. And, and I, I asked questions. Okay, I knew Frank Einstein. So what, what's this all about Frank Einstein? Basically, he was resurrected by ele the electricity. And it was the resurrection of PCO at the same time. So we just merged the two together. 
So we didn't have to really uh, push the idea that much. There was no it selling. Was, it was a natural. It was a natural. It was what happened. Yeah. That's so we just awesome. added the electricity and uh, we added the electricity and and more of like the outfit and, and yeah. things like that. And, uh, and we went with Perfect Creation one. It's, it, everything worked out good. It came out, it came together really nicely, especially with you talking about this buzz you had and feel the electricity was your slogan. You sold jumper cables on your website for a while. I don't know. Yeah, if I, still, the- I still, but the thing is like, uh, I'm doing things now with pro wrestling tees a lot. So yeah. we might work together with Blackcraft because I kept my contacts with Blackcraft, you know, the clothing and Blackcraft yeah. wrestling. You know, they're great people. They got a good, you know, good group of guys there. We became good friends and uh, they really liked the PCO character. So uh, yeah. they were, you know, so we went with the jumper cables and we, we sold a bunch and uh, we kind of uh, slowed down and I kind of slowed down the publicity of that. I'm trying to work other deals because, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit spread out on merch. You know, I've got ROH who sells my merch. Now I've, I've was able to uh, get off of, of the exclusivity with Ring of Honor and to be able to be with Pro Wrestling Tees as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're supposed to jump on the the cables, so we'll, we'll may just it's a great buy idea buy what we got and yeah I might just sell it throughout uh, wrestling teas. It's one of those things in twenty years people are gonna say like like you're gonna buy it and put it in a in a in, in a somewhere in a drawer and in twenty years you're gonna be like this dude was so over he sold me fucking jumper cables and I bought them <laughs> and they're here. Like it's yeah. one of those things where I always go back to a quote by Gene Simmons from Kiss. who said, if you believe something enough, other people believe it too. And your character and your passion for your character and your passion for the business and just wrestling in general has yeah. permeated through everything you've done. I remember I saw you in Columbus at a ring of honor show and it was, uh, the, the last one I think that was booked was one that had, had gotten canceled because of everything. The one last one that was supposed to happen. The, the one before was against Don Moss, right? Don I, I, Okay, no, it was the one before that that I saw. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, you were in a six-man tag, I think. Okay. And you jumped over the top rope. And I remember specifically sitting next to a crowd of people who were slowly explaining to their friends who the Ring of Honor cast was. <laughs> they had some, some WWE fans there with them. Yeah. Mainstream wrestling fans who they're like, okay, this is some actual really cool stuff. And when you hit that top rope and you went over, <laughs> and I'm sorry to say it, the, the, one of the women grabs her husband and goes, how old is that guy to do that? Yeah, show? yeah. And immediately you just start hearing people yell, just yell, BCO, BCO, BCO. And being an old school wrestling fan, to see someone who has never seen you before, doesn't know Rebecca Pierre, doesn't know Jean-Pierre Lafitte, sees this character and they're hooked because you're that into what you're doing. Yeah. Is, and, uh, is the, the, this the late mo- in your career, yeah. is that still something that you're recognizing or are you still... Does it come out or do you have to push yourself to keep putting that much heart into it? Or is it just flowing out of you naturally? In those uh, it's, it's 
no, never think you have to always push, 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 push. I'm pushing myself, but it's not hard to push myself. Yeah. I mean, it's it, you need a lot of discipline to shoot one video per week. I mean, people don't realize that we have to find cars, we have to find buildings, we have to find locations, we have to find, uh, you know, different like roads and things like that. I mean, you know, we're we a river a lake every everything that we're doing you know so we got to search then we got to get actors and we got to get you know like uh the, the the cars or whatever we're gonna wreck or whatever is gonna happen so by by the time the week by the time the video comes out on the monday we're already planning on you know getting the people yeah. and the cast ready for the next one and and the uh the screenplay in the scenario so it's a lot of work and and i'm and that's my that's me consensus you know be constant like constant constant you know always there you know like i don't want to miss a week you know it's been like almost two and a half years without missing one week that we came out with and i want to come up with great content all the time so so add that to Training, uh, training in the ring, practicing wrestling moves, and, uh, and 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 making sure that when you you go on on different locations for for Ring of Honor, that uh, always deliver. You know, so uh, that's a lot. But like I said, I push myself, but it's something. If you don't have a passion, if you don't if you're not passionate about doing it, you, you'll eventually you'll just fade out you know you you won't keep the momentum going yeah just keep on pushing keep on pushing keep on pushing and and things are happening like you're actually the first podcast who asked me more or less to talk more about you know the uh monday night uh adventures of pco uh then it's the first time ever. So yeah. now I think it's going to grow into that too. And I think it's, uh, it's just growing the character as well as, and, and I think ring of honor is going to benefit from it at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, it's it, giving think, you a new outlet. It's giving yeah. people a way to find you now compared to, cause you know, you, you, de- you debuted in 87 and you know, you've been around for a while and you've seen these changes in the way wrestling was presented. We have social media. You can make your own videos. You can post your own tweets. You can have all these outlets to get your character and your message to the people. Are you seeing people take as much advantage of it as they should? You are. I think you're, 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 you're killing it. You're one of the few people. I think it's like you, Zack Ryder, like, like the Bucks, who really, those few entities that took internet content and made it their own and made it work for their character are you seeing the rest of wrestling acknowledge that or do you think you guys are just passing them by and in 10 years are they going to wish they had started a weekly show i think we we go back to where i was when i first started in the business i, I remember let's say 90 1993 or 1995 when i uh, i worked for the bwe it's like i was a uh, 
I was young, you know, it's like yeah. 25 and you're waiting for the company to come up with something for you. Well, they don't have anything. Nothing's no, not this week, not this week. Uh, nothing is happening really. They don't have any ideas. Creators don't have ideas. Well, I decided one day that, you know, I was going to take charge at least of what I can, what I can have like uh, control over it. I'm going to make sure that I control that, you know, mm -hmm. and that's, I, I've got control over my social medias and I wanted to make sure that I was going to use that as much as possible. I think back in the days, it was other ways for guys to get over, you know, to get their things, their ideas or whatever, to get them by. It's just a matter of, uh, of being so focused and uh, to be, be uh, uh, you hear that all the time. You have to be the hardest worker in the, in the company or one of the hardest worker in the company. I, I mean, that's my mindset. I want to be the guy. Who you know? Okay, we got like a crisis, the pandemic, but whatever. I'm gonna use all this time to get myself more over than I was before. After when we'll all come back, right? That was the mindset I had. I'm gonna work hard every day, like you know, nine to five. You know, like 24 hours a day if I have to. I'll get back up in the, in the night and write some ideas when I have to go to the bathroom or something and have a pad always there and a pen. If I get up or whatever, I have to move something and an idea cross my mind, I'll just write it down and how eventually involved, I'll use it. How involved is Destro in, in the Very involved. process of, of Monday Night PCO and everything else that, that your characters do he's very very involved very involved actually i'd say like before when we did all the the first videos because we're evolving too as yeah. uh, as pco industrial you know that's like you said we, you mentioned a cast i'm noticing like it started off a lot of it was you and destro in some garage or some warehouse yeah. now there's like characters and i i want to get into pco justice a yeah, little yeah. later because yeah, i have yeah, a lot we will. of questions about pco we will we will we will but now sure. there's a full-blown like like a pco universe going on yeah, with all these yeah. characters and no yeah. Yeah, like you're saying it's just getting bigger yeah yeah we're, we're we're getting a cast put together so so it's gonna be very very entertaining and i, I think it's uh it's gonna be very uh uh, beneficial for Ring of Honor and, and for yeah. PCO character and for yeah. for Destro. He's he's very involved with me. He's very passionate. He's very creative. He's uh, such a character. I, he's one of those people that, and I and I I don't aside from his association with you, don't no. know much about him. But he's one of those people you'll see little snippets on the internet and hear interviews where everybody's like, his tongue's always green or black. Is it black? Like yeah. a blackish green, like it's got yeah, almost got yeah, like a tinge. Yeah, yeah. But like black. apparently his tongue's yeah. always like like walk yeah. people walk around like he's always like that. He always yeah. talks like that. So he's he's a great he's a great little like uh, he's a great side piece to oh, it. He adds incredible. this element of like you see this giant monster PCO and then you're like, What the fuck is that? Who the fuck yeah. is that guy with <laughs> Yeah. And and he's always like 
never like really satisfied about this creation. He always wants to improve the creation. Yeah. He's hard on the creation. Sometimes you almost think he's going to double cross his creation. The creation never mad against his, his creator because that's his creator. Right. So I'm always, yes, Destro, no problem, Destro. Let's do that, Destro. I don't question, like, if he says you paint the, 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 this wall green, I'll paint it green. You know, that's that's how that's how this PCO is towards his creator. You know, he's really faithful and, and he, he trusts him all the way. So... Yeah, that's that's the that's how we, we we built that relationship there, you know. And and he's really also uh, Destro's like really. You never know what he's got on his mind. He's really uh, questionable, and <laughs> yeah. and and uh, yeah. you may have sometimes doubt him. You know, why is he make him do that? You know. And then and there's always a good reason. It's either to strengthen my strengthen my mental toughness, or strengthen my like uh, my hands or my my jaw. And it's it's always to have the best monster, you know, that that you can have. So we don't see a lot of interaction between him and the other members of Villain Enterprises. Is is that by design, or is that something that have we just not found the right? the right moment to introduce and kind of work him into things there or, or what's going on with yeah, that? I think, uh, I think, yeah, we get along like, uh, Brody King, uh, likes the Destro a lot and, and Marty too. And we all get along well. Uh, I think we just, uh, haven't found the right way to introduce them or yeah. the right, time or the right angle you know it, i think it it's, need it's all about it's all about timing i think we brought him in like for the title match when i became world champion we brought him in for the garden he had the bat suit that was great with like yeah the, the bat awesome. wings under the arms he's got some crazy costumes and uh yeah. and he's got a face like you know like machete danny Trujillo. Like I think they got same same kind of cast, you know. They're yeah. same type of guys. Don't have to talk much. Just the look, you know, says it says everything. They've done some shit. They've 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 done something in their past <laughs> to where you take a couple looks at them, you're like, I'm good. I'm gonna leave that guy over there. I'm gonna leave the guy with the sunglasses and the black tongue alone. I'm not gonna bother that dude. He's got a giant with him, so I'm definitely not gonna bother. <laughs> But no, he's he's uh, it's a cool, great you're totally into the story. You're totally into the story. You're you're right where I would like you to be at, you know, as a as someone who watch It's so fun. Know, it's it's the, so fun to watch. And and, and and the big thing because as I said, I, I, I my first big intro to PCO was in Blackcraft wrestling. Uh, yeah. a, a lifetime ago I interviewed Bobby right before the first Blackcraft okay. show. And you were one of the people. Because it was you and Chris Dickinson, and I am a huge Chris Dickinson fan. So going into that, I was like, the dirty daddy, the dirty daddy. <laughs> and his first question is, what do you mean? You're discounting PCO? I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. Well, let's see this. And then I watched it. And, and before that, I had caught a bunch of internet clips of what you were doing. Yeah. And for a sec... I did the same thing everyone else did, where I was like, oh, that's, oh, that's Quebec or Pierre. Let's see what's up. And then you're like, wait, that's no, that's not the same. 
holy sh-. And then you start seeing the moves, you start seeing the hits, you saw the Walter spot. And then before you know it, it's the Blackcraft show. And you and Dickinson had a great match. And I think the best part of that was that, he, and, and if you haven't watched the Blackcraft Wrestling show, uh, go find it on YouTube. You can find a lot of clips. Actually, you can find PCO and Chris's match on the Blackcraft Wrestling YouTube. You actually can watch that. And the big ending of the match was Chris seems to like break character, calling you by your real name, but you never broke. You, you, you kind of just wandered around, stayed in character. And that's when, that was the moment when it clicked for me. I was like, okay, he's got a plan. There's, there's, this, is, this, is, this is systematic. He's got a plan for the PCO character. This is going to get bigger and bigger and more built and more built. And I never stopped watching. And, yeah, and I, I, I'm a PCO fan. Thank you very much, but uh, I really appreciate that. But to be honest with you, I mean, um, uh, I haven't touched like a tenth of the possibility of the character. You know, like it's, it's the possibilities are enormous I and mean, grandiose. I mean, we uh, there is so much potential out there, and you know, also if you look at the movie Frankenstein. It's not a young dude, you know. So right. it's it fits that 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 monster fits the age. And like you were saying, like people like how old is that? That that makes him even more not human. Like even like he's not human because it's impossible for someone who's in his fifties to do things like he does. Or it shouldn't be, but it take is. take risk like he does. Yeah. Like. Uh, once in a while, I get a phone call from my dad, and he's not a big fan of he's a fan of me as a son, but he's not a fan of my my daredevil actions. You know, he's <laughs> so. Does he? Does your dad see any of the videos? Does he he see doesn't want to see. I uh, last time I because uh, I know he doesn't watch like social media, so I just yeah. sent a video on text messages. And it's been a week and a half, and then he calls me today. He said, I saw your film. I said, that's a great film, but I would wish that that wasn't you, the actor. <laughs> so like, This is so good, but I wish my yeah. son wasn't in it. Yeah, yeah. He likes the film, but he doesn't like my head being banged yeah. up against a, uh, a car door or me doing like a senton on the apron or taking a – you know, a power bomb from inside the ring to the cement floor at Madison Square Garden and things like that. He just, you know, but I, I told him, you know, I'm, I'm, that's where I'm the most happiest. That's where I'm, I'm the, I'm like, time stop. For me, like, I'm taking a power bomb on the cement floor halfway in the air, time stop. You know, it's like, I'm having a blast. And I hit a moonsault. I'm, as I'm spinning uh, in the middle of the air, that's where I get my, my buzz there, you know, my adrenaline buzz. That's where, so, you know, I'm so, wow, so crazy. I love this. So that's all. When, you, when, you, when you go for these moves and, and you're chasing that adrenaline, does it ever, does it ever, like, is there ever that moment that, like, this, not, not, to, not to say that you ever lost it, but you, you did step away for a while and then come back. 
you, yeah. you're kind of this, the, the, the embodiment of a second lease on life as far yeah. as like your wrestling goes. When, yeah. when you do these crazy moves and, you're, and you're, you're going over the top rope, you're taking the power bomb to the concrete, obviously you know what you're doing. You're a professional beyond professionals yeah. and you wouldn't be this long if you didn't know how to do things properly. Does, yeah. but, but getting knowing that you're, you're on this, this opportunity that most people don't ever get, does that ever edit what you do? Is that ever dictating the choices that you're making or are we just guns blazing or are we just like, I don't I just know. go with, I just go with how I feel about things. And, and I, I like to, I really like to give my fans like a moment that's going to be for them, like uh, a special moment, something that's going to be in, the, in their memory for a long time. I want, I want them to remember that, you know, I wanted to entertain you as much as I could. And I was willing to do things just to make it like better, just yeah. to, just to make it better in my way. Yeah. For another guy, it would be another way to make it better. For, for, for PCOs not human, that's the way that I'll make myself different, you know? Because you got to be different. Uh, we can't all be like uh, chain wrestling or we can't all be like, you know, doing super kicks. And, you know, everybody's got to have his identity. And yeah. I found mine and... It's important for me to keep that same character like going on screen or going on the ring or going, you know, pretty much everywhere that I've got to perform. Yeah. Uh, I, I, want, I want that to be part of things. I want to do my own stunts when I, when I shoot films. You know, I don't want any double. I don't want nobody to do my things, you know. If I have to jump off the roof, you know, of a car to another car or from a building to another building, I'll do it myself. No, no one, no one to do it for me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, from, from seeing your matches and being live at your shows, I wouldn't doubt for a moment you do any of that stuff. Now in finding yourself and, and through the evolution of PCO into everything we've seen, you, you won, you won the ring of honor world title at final battle in December you, you've taken the character to heights that honestly, if, if you probably asked people five years ago, if, 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 if you would come back with this character as a Frankenstein and win the Ring of Honor world title, most people would have bet against, most people would have bet against you. I would say 100% of people would have bet against me. Right. So you're at the top of your game. You're on top of the world. And in the middle of all this, a show called Dark Side of the Ring pops up and, you know, the Brawl for All was talked about. You were brought up on the episode. People have been talking about that. A big comparison that I would like to ask about, though, from that, you've, you've talked about the backstage, the locker room, different people. That era, the, the, the experiences you had working in the WWF during the Brawl for All era, backstage, locker room, compared to now, working for Ring of Honor rubbing shoulders with guys like Marty Skrull, Flip Gordon, Brody King. Does that old school mentality ever force you to become a leader in the locker room and kind of, are you ever shooting down things you see that you know are going to lead these guys in a bad direction? 
Is there ever any uh, experience that comes out from you towards these other guys? No, I don't. Uh, no, I don't try to coach them, or I don't try to to uh, use that those years to to be a different leader. I try to lead uh, the way that I try to lead it just by example. Yeah, just my my personal uh, behaviors as a leader are. Uh, that that you're gonna know that for sure, and everybody know that knows that in ROH. I'm not gonna go party until five in the morning. I'm not gonna have like you know like uh, if I go heat somewhere, that's gonna I'm gonna have something to eat with the boys. Sometimes I like to after a show, I like to go with Marty and Brody, and we would like to you know uh, talk about the show and, and things like that, what just happened and how it went down and just recap everything, you know, and kind of brainstorm about the whole thing. But, uh, I, 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 I don't get involved in, uh, in the, so many things that I used to get caught up before. Uh, like, uh, sometimes, you know, uh, cause, cause the same, the same thing happens, you know, where, we're 2020 we're in 1990s or 80s or whatever uh not much has changed you know as far as dressing room goes uh it's just that i have you know i'm older than i was at one point i was a rookie at what point i was you know in the middle of the jungle like being at the age that i was yeah now i know more about the jungle uh but that doesn't mean that there's not one there, you know? Right. <laughs> but um, I would hate to always be the guy who says, uh, well, you know, uh, with my experience or what I've been through, uh, if I was you or if I was you, I would do this or I would be, take, I would be careful with that and, and things like that. So, so I just stay quiet. <laughs> I've seen a lot if, of if they ask me, where you brought But if they things. ask me, an opinion or something, I will give them. Yeah. But I will not put my foot on the door. You know? like I, won't, I won't put my foot and say, hey, wait a minute, I've got something to say. You know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty quiet, you know. But, uh, yeah. I, I just, because I feel uh, we're in a different time and different generation. And wrestling has changed uh, in the ring. You know, there's a, a lot of combos, a lot of moves that used to be finishers or used to be a big move, almost a stretcher move. There's just a setup now for another big move or for right. a finisher. So, in that way, business has evolved a lot. You know, uh, there's there's uh, sometimes a, a faster pace, which could be cool to watch, but sometimes the fast pace can take a little bit away from the storytelling. So uh, you got to find uh, the balance between when it's time to, to, you know, relax and let the people think about what just happened. Because if you always snap, 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 people, oh, it was nice, 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 but where was the story? So Boom, boom, boom. You know, like, that's why I like to have, like, uh, sometimes got matches like with Bandito or with, uh, 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 Rush's brother and Dragon uh, Lee. Dragon Lee. <laughs> and, uh, cause I think, I think Dragon, like, he's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I've had, like, a good match with him. And, uh, 
that's what I like. You know, when it's time to press the pedal, boom, 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 go. But when the monster does some, something to you, you can't be right back up, you know. It's right. Frankenstein, you know, it just hits you like tons of bricks. So you got to sell for a while. <laughs> so it's just, and, uh, and that's great is, is, is knowing that balance because you always hear – it's 2020, like you said. We live in the world where you've got a lot of the new school versus the old school mentality. So a character like yours works perfectly as, as that middle point, that kind of hinge, because yeah. it's a monster. You can't, yeah. you can't just super kick a monster 10 times and then no. just be cool. That monster, you're yeah. going to eat eight, or, eight of those super kicks probably. The other yeah. two might hit and then you're taking a guy down. Yeah, yeah. and it's cool. I love it's that cool. because the character, it, it, it's the same way going back to when, when in the Blackcraft match when Dickinson decided to break character and you stayed in character. PCO yeah. has his path that he follows yeah. and he walks. And that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's what I like, you know, so I like the, uh, the, to be able to adapt to the, the, this new generation and to go along with it. And, 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 uh, it, it's great. Cause I really, I really think that I was made for that generation because you know, the break that I had in between, you know, I felt like I did things and from 93 to 2000 where people was wondering like, uh, why Why would he jump from the top rope and do a senton into the cement floor when there's nobody there? Right. And it's like, okay, they, they don't get that. I want to show that I don't get hurt. You know, the people weren't getting it. I was not capable of telling that story. That I knew that I was going to do this a little bit like mankind did it a little bit, I think. And, uh, but I wanted to be different than mankind, but, but he, he did, you know, take a lot of risk and he was taking a lot of chance, you know, and risking a lot. But, uh, you know, I, I just think when I did those things, I, I think nobody understood why I was doing them. And then, then I come 2018 and suddenly everything I do, everybody understands why I'm doing it. They, it all makes sense. Yeah. Even I, I, I think one time I took uh, a bag drop on a ramp or something. I was against the Briscoes. And Jim Ross said, like, ask me why, PCO, why? And all the fans, under you know, under responded, like, because he's not human. Jim right. Ross. That's it. That's why. That's his character. That's, there's so- no reason. Is, and that's the thing, too. It's like, in the end of the day, this is pro wrestling that we're talking about. Like, yeah. like you're, you're a Frankenstein. You're a, Frank, you're a monster. Of course that's why it's going to be these, these different yeah. things you do. You can no-sell a move. You can take a power bomb to concrete, and then you're going to get up, and electricity everywhere. And yeah. you've been evolving this character piece by piece. And I think... You've got a new evolution because a big thing is is PCO justice, and I, I I'm obsessed with this. If you're not following PCO on social media, first off, you're fucking up amazingly. You need to go do it right now because every Monday you're gonna get a great video. You're gonna get a lot of random things every once in a while just to keep. 
I think you met you measured your two feet of arm. I think. Yeah, but that was not a, a Monday night. That that's the no. random during the week. But no, that's just that's, that's just what you get. Like I remember going, yeah. I'm scrolling yeah. through my thing, and I because yeah, even yeah. when you're not doing Monday night PCO, you're still PCO a little yeah. bit. Yeah. When Always. You, you're just saying the two feet of arm, yeah, and just like, yeah. oh great, that made my day. So follow, <laughs> this man. follow this man, and you're gonna see PCO justice because without giving too much away because I want people to go to your social media and watch yeah. these videos like them. It seems that PCO is taking on a new purpose where we're chasing down pimps. We're slapping pimps. We're chasing down killers and rapists. Cars what's, uh, what's PCO's like, what's, what's PCO and Destro's goal with all of this? So where, where are we heading? Well, there's there's been a lot of talk for a series and there's a lot of talk for a film and and there's been tons of people coming to me on let's say I do a uh, autograph sessions or a VIP or whatever uh, you know uh, meeting with people after the shows and, and things like that and they. They, they, they all got in their mind that this is a, a superhero character, but not like the type of superhero like, uh, like that's going to be corny or funny or, you know, just for kids. It's, uh, it's more like uh, someone who's really like, it, it's not easy. Like he, he's, he's going to use the superpowers just, the electricity is going to use just that one, the last, last, last ever resort when he's done, you know. Yeah. Then the electricity is there, you know, to the extra boost. But uh, other than that, just someone who grinds all the time, works hard and, and fight hard and, and just wants, you know, justice to be served, you know, on, on planet Earth. And then it's just... Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's working towards that movie and working so that series and, and there's more and more people involved and there's more people like willing to put money into it and to invest and so there's a lot of talk behind the scenes. So we don't really know how it's going to turn out, but we we need to keep on getting more interest and keep on getting people like talking about it and and just yeah. to it, it's uh you know it's there it's in it's in the way you know it's on his way the baby's on his way <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever have you ever read swamp thing the comic book no i think you should check it out because i think pco kind of feels like the swamp thing of wrestling so it kind of like the like almost an incredible hulk but a but a little bit more a little bit more going on behind the scenes there's there's a, there's yeah. a story there's a little bit of sorrow there's a little bit of of more dramatic elements in swamp yeah. thing and that's kind of the vibe cool. i get from this from pco the characters that like yeah it, it could be at times you know and, and that's tough to do sometimes because like I was telling you earlier on, I, I, we touched that a little bit, but the the demographic, you know, there's so many kids that that 
you know, let's say after a Ring of Honor show in Baltimore in January, uh, they were they did a Vox Pop, you know, asking everybody after the show, who's your favorite wrestler and who's your favorite wrestler and who's it? and to see that many kids saying PCO, you know, the monster PCO Frankenstein, and to see all those kids, you know. Going with PCO as their favorite wrestlers, yeah, f- favorite wrestler. I mean, it's it's really like because uh, I'm touching all generations. Like uh, the guys that are over fifty, they they like PCO because they say, "Oh, you see, he's my age." But you know, they don't do it. But they they they're happy that someone their age group can do they're something. They're living crazy. through you. Yeah, so yeah. that that's cool for that, and uh, the middle age. Like the people in the twenties and their thirties, they just think it's so cool that you know at that age someone can do that. And the kids, I really never asked them what was the drawing like power uh, into them. Why do they like that? I guess because it's like I think it's what because they watch all on TV. I don't know what it is really. Yeah, I don't know. You you could tell me. I think maybe. you're larger than life. I I think it's because. To, to kids, I think a kid is going to look at PCO and they're going to look at you the same way they might look at the Incredible Hulk or that they might look at uh, Venom, where it's yeah. like, it's, it's not your clean-cut hero like a Spider-Man or a Captain America or an Iron Man. You know, that's your Flip Gordon, your Marty Skrull, your Brody King. They're, they're guys. They're, they, you know, they might be different guys. There's a villain, yeah. there's a military guy, and then there's like a punk yeah. rock guy. But they're just, but they're guys. You're something else. That's the reason the Fantastic Four worked is because there was yeah. the thing. You had the yeah. scientist. You had you know the invisible one, but you also had the thing. Where even though it was this big monstrous force, at the end of the day, honestly, I think PCO could have a poetic side and 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 you know write a sonnet at the end, be good, be and just be cool with it, just like Frankenstein. At the end of the day, Frankenstein kneeled down with that little girl. Through yeah, a week yeah. later, but at one point yeah. he comes out with yeah. a little girl, and yeah. I think that's yeah. what it is. Is there's that a kid can approach it because there's an almost inherent innocence to PCO. Yeah. It's a clean cut character. It's a monster. It's got all these little nuances, but it's a monster. Kids can relate to that. Yeah, I think so. With because uh, I think my daughter's eleven years old right now. Oh, so's mine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and when she was like younger and still like now she's getting a little bit older she doesn't watch but she's still she she can watch like a quentin tarantino movie with me and then she can watch the uh cartoon in the morning yep which is kind of weird you know she's at like that world where both worlds collide almost where you know they're no. they're in between a certain time Adult uh, enough for moving, one moment, moving, kid enough for another. Going towards something else, but sometimes going back to being a kid too. So, uh, and you know, you got that Transylvania where you got that Frankie and Frankenstein's of those cartoons and things yeah. like that. So maybe they can relate to some cartoons and then they go and then they see it. And I don't know exactly what it is, but uh, so, so that's where I was at with you. It's like, uh, I want this the character to do like things that are also almost near, not horror, but near mm-hmm. like, but it, it's, it's, it's a lot to watch, but in the same time, it's, 
it's so evident that it's too much that let's say the guy uh shoots the dog with a pellet gun but you know he gets his head crashed up by a car right you know so it's like the 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 pay that you got a price the price that you've got to pay for what you've done you know the justice is way too big for your mistake or your error you it's know like an I'm old saying? western so, yeah, so that's that's the that's also another key point in the character. It's yeah, like you you mess up with something, the the price to pay when PCO gets you, you'll regret it for sure. It's not just gonna be a slap on the end, you know. So PCO that's, is that's part of the and execution. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. That's awesome. Well, PCO. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. This has been awesome talking to you. Uh, I wanted to make sure I got your, your message out there and the PCO character out there because we're going to make sure in 2020 and 2021 that PCO, we get the title back. I'm going to get yeah, a PCO train rolling. Yeah, rolling. Yeah. yeah, big time, big time. And also uh, tag me on everything because I'm going to promote the hell out of that episode because – it's people need to understand everything that you said and all the explanations that I gave you. Absolutely. Uh, I think, I think I, I want to promote the, this, your episode when it's going to come out. I want to put it all over the place and retweet it and, and share it on Facebook and on uh, YouTube everywhere. I appreciate so I'll that. be, I'll be, yeah, I'll be working hard on that because I really appreciate the fact that we, discuss uh a lot about the character of pco and destro as well who is very very important in 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 pushing pco to the top you know he's really the key element there where you know always you know do an extra rep or an extra this or do this or i'm not you know satisfied with this and that and that that's very important there yeah. To, to really, so that perfect creation one is really perfect. <laughs> so, so that's the the end goal. And it is. And we'll have to have Destro on. We'll have to have you back on and get Destro on here too. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do for sure. We'll do that. Get his opinion. You know, yeah. Get on here, man. This has been a blast. I want everyone that's listening, go follow PCO. Follow him on Instagram. Follow him on Twitter. I'm going to have his, his, his handles all over this episode. Check out Monday Night PCO. Go to rohwrestling.com. Find out when Ring of Honor is coming back to your town. Get a ticket. Support the monster. Support Villain Enterprises. Because at the end of the day, PCO is, I don't want to say running wild. That's somebody else's line. We're not going to say PCO is yeah. running wild. PCO is kicking ass. And he's going to be <laughs> and kicking your ass if you don't go out and support PCO. So go out there. PCO, thank you again, my man. And if they don't, it will rest in hell. The Monster Perfect Creation 1 has brought some hashtag PCO justice to getting work this week. Thank you guys once again for jumping back on this ride and joining us. Remember, every Tuesday, 
You can catch new episodes of Getting Worked wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, gettingworked.com. Remember, there's no G in getting in getting worked. Follow on Twitter, at getting worked. Follow on Instagram, getting worked with Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, that was PCO. I'm Mike. This is Getting Worked. Good night. <laughs>